Welcome to We The Thunder. I am Shooter, and we've got my co-hosts, The Stash and Thomas Schooley. It is August in Florida, and we're still talking about hockey. So welcome back. Come on in. Pull up a chair. Pull up a chair. Pull up a bar stool. No, you know what I want you to do is I want you to take your chair that you're in. I want you to flip it around backwards like AC Slater and plop yourself right in that seat because, you know, that's what most lightning players would probably do, I, I'm assuming. Anyway, boys, how's um, how's it going, guys? I know we I know we had a little get together recently. That was a lot of fun. Um, and we figured, hey, we've got some clarity on who the uh, who's going to be on the Lightning this season. We lost some guys. Uh, we know who it is now. We got some new guys. We're going to go through that. Um, we've got a game tonight. We've got some news to talk about. Um, we're even going to go back to 2015 and listen to the first time that we tried to do this podcast. It's really kind of an experiment. So it's it's really funny. You got to listen to. There's no schoolie. It's just me and the stash um, getting lippy with each other. Um, so, anyways, how's it going, boys? How's the off season going for you? Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, summertime, uh, hence the tank top. It's hot as hell, or wet as hell, or basically both at, at the same time uh, in Florida. You know how it is. Uh, school is back in, right? So uh, my boy is in kindergarten this year, just started kindergarten. So that's been a fun adventure. And uh, yeah, I mean, come on, big things happening with the lightning, right? A couple of big exits, a couple of big uh, entries, uh, additions, if you will. And I, I mean, I, I'm still counting days right now. What We're less than 60 days away, right? So, 54, uh, 54. There he is right there, Thomas. He's on it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like you said, man, Shooter, I had a great time when we went out a couple weeks ago. Uh, in celebration of the last two seasons of the show and the cup and everything. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm excited to talk some lightning hockey. How about you, Schooly? Yeah, it was great with the season ending so late in the season. It, we don't have that many months without, and everything has been so um, pushed together. I mean, we went right into the draft, into the Kraken's draft, right into um, now the trades, um, it looks like Tampa's set on their team now, and this is what we're going to have. Um, and then we have the tournament coming up here that we're going to discuss. Um, it has been just nonstop, of course. We had the Sonya stuff going on um, after the celebration, and we'll discuss that a little bit. And then I'm planning a picnic that you guys will gonna, are going to be at. So yep, it's been will. nonstop. It's been nonstop. Go, go, go still this whole off season. Yeah. And there's been plenty of news, you know, even this week. So I guess we'll start off. I had a, a nice little chat with her uh, earlier today. Uh, Sonia um, got out of the hospital. She had her bout with, with COVID and uh, was in ICU for a while. And uh, none other than Thomas Schooley was there. Uh, to make sure uh, she was she was released from the hospital, and I have a picture of this. It's uh, it's one of my favorite pictures because Thomas Schooley's completely cut out of it. his own picture, the picture he took himself and posted initially. <laughs> this is how it was there's, shared. There's, there's my Sonya. hat. <laughs> I see my hat. You see the bill of the hat. <laughs> Whenever you can cut Thomas Schooley out of a picture, you got to do it. Anyway. Sonia is all right. Whoops. There. 
Um, it, it was very cool to be asked to be there for her clap out when um, she was released. She texted me and asked me if I could come um, and be there. And besides her husband, um, everybody else was doctors and nurses and people that worked there. So we were the only ones that were not um, part of the hospital staff that was there to watch it. So it was, it was really an honor to be there um and watch her come out of the elevator um the video that was put all over the news that was from me also um and it was really cool to watch her come out and be able to hug jimmy for the first time in 30 days um and then just her getting in her car and leaving it was it was a great moment for her yeah that that's definitely the best news so far this off season um and by the way, hey, everyone in the chat, welcome back. Glad to see you guys back. Um, and just wait. Just wait. We got some good stuff planned for you today. Oh, yeah. But um, all right. So what else in the news did we have? We had Cooper, um, who is kind of signed up to coach Team Canada in the Winter Olympics, which is really next year. Remember, this Olympics that just happened was delayed a year. Um I was reading about it earlier. I didn't really realize that that is only if NHL players are playing, which is not set yet. And I think there was like a recommendation earlier this week. I saw something about like NHL PA recommended. No, (laughs) like you, the NHL players should not play in the Olympics. Um, I I think I, you know, am 100% behind. I I would like to see NHL players in the Olympics. It's always been one of my favorite things to do. Although you know there's going to be a lot of Lightning players that are making their teams. You know, Russia, you know, Palat's going to be on. uh, Was he's Czech? Czech. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if I'm crazy about that. Are guys really going out there and giving it all for their country? But, you know, what a cool opportunity that is for some of these guys that haven't done it before. Like, you know, did they do it four years ago? Did they have NHL players? No, but just yeah. real quick, that story that you're talking about was the qualifiers. Yeah, they gonna, don't oh, want they don't want the players to play out. in the qualifiers, not in the actual yeah. Olympics. Right. They're just saying uh, hold off, basically. Hold, they're basically saying don't engage in any uh national team uh uh things. I, I don't know why I missed the word there, but activities. Uh, until the NHL decides yes or no is basically what they're saying. They don't feel like right. it's prudent for them to engage unless they know 100% yes, you will be. The going Players to play Association it. wants to back the players in, right. and wants them. The players want to play for their countries. Absolutely. Every single um, that, I mean, it can't that, be a triple gold if you don't uh, play for the Olympics. You know what I mean? So right. You can't get that distinction like uh, one of our newest additions, right? Yeah. So it's it's something that the players always wanted to do. So yes, they, they, uh, that's just wanted to throw that out there. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, it'll be cool to watch Cooper, even though I'll be cheering against Cooper for the first time ever. Uh, And in Team USA, oddly enough, I'll be cheering for Austin Matthews and not for Cooper. It's kind of like it's really going to mess with my head for a little while. And the other weird thing is they always they have to pause the season when they do that. So they take that that two two week break. Um, So we'll see. I I I hope they do it. The only thing I worry about is you know just guys getting injured. Yeah, but it's not the same kind of hockey in the in the international arena you know what i'm saying it's bigger ice it's less physical 
Um, so I mean, I'm not super. I don't. I'm, I don't worry about injury per se. Uh, it, it's just a matter of if your team is on a good run, and then you have an extended absence, and then you're not in your mindset of the team. You're in a mindset of somebody else's fundamentals and whatever else. Uh, you know, that's what I worry about. So, yeah, and they play with a wider you know, ice surface too, right? So it's yeah, nice. that was oh, that was Vassy's problem when he first came to the NHL was yeah. that he was used to that international ice, um, which is wider, and yeah. so they had to teach him the boards for the U.S. and the NHL. Yeah, yeah. So more to come on the NHL and the Olympics and the Lightning will be a huge part of that um, yeah, sure. if it does happen. Uh, we do have something pretty cool that was announced this week. The prospects tourney, I like how they labeled it here, for the baby bolts, <laughs> the, the lightning prospects. Um, so they're having this tournament with um, some of the teams that we played in the Central, and I think the Panthers are in there as well. And they're doing it over in Brandon. Oh, I thought it was over in Wesley Chapel. Wesley Chapel. It's in Wesley Chapel. It's West, it's oh, in Wesley this, Chapel. I, I just saw this here, and that was at yeah. practice at Brandon. So, yeah, Wesley Chapel makes photo. a lot more sense because they have room for – um, spectators and stuff like that. But yeah, this is an op awesome opportunity to see some of these young bolts. So it starts September 18th. Looks like it goes through the 21st. Yeah, it's just a four-day event. So good opportunity to see some of those young bolts. I don't know if it'll be any of the guys that have a chance to maybe get up to the big leagues this season. No. Might be. Yeah, they, they have the really roster right there. They have the roster listed. It's mostly going to be not even crunch players for this next year. You're going to have a few of the the crunch people, but um, none of those are expected to be on be on the roster at all this year. Maybe the crunch. Yeah, that they they are the baby bolts. You're talking yeah. about like a bunch of twenty year olds. <laughs> yeah, these were the ones that were drafted last year and the year before. Um, Hugo is one to look at the goalie down there. Um, he he was impressive last – well, not last year. It would have been the season before that training camp over in Brandon. Um, there, there's a couple there that stand out as ones to watch that have been to a couple of these and stood out. Yeah, someone was uh, mentioning on Facebook when they posted – they looked, went and looked at this uh, roster and they were talking about the date of birth for all these players. I mean <laughs> – like 97 is the oldest player for two two players were born in 97 uh 98 98 99 and then everyone else is born in this this millennia and then there's a couple of, of guys on here kids really I'm going to say kids that were born in 03 like <laughs> this these are 100% the baby bolts it makes me feel very very old looking at this roster I'm going to say that. Well, you are pretty old. <laughs> uh, so am I, but not as old as you. <laughs> hey, Scott's uh, Scott's in the chat. What's up, Scott? Um, Scott says you got to hit up the poutine bar um, at Wesley Chapel if you go. So, um, yeah, check it out. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I want to go out there. Anymore, so. Oh, they don't? Yeah, they do. Smokes is closed every time I go. The last. Oh, uh, it was so, it was open during the, the last round of the playoffs during the finals. See, and that's the one time I don't do fucking concessions. So. <laughs> 
too too beer, busy pacing beer, around. Clearly. Yeah, other than beer, like I I find the closest beer shack and then that's back. That's all. That's it. All right. So I told you guys I got to get something off my chest here that was just announced today, I think, and um, I saw a lot of people talking about it earlier today as well. NHL twenty two. Oh, this is number one bullshit. Number yes, yeah. I had this uh, just in case I need it. I usually just keep this on standby now because I do a lot of conference calls for work, and if I need to, I, I just throw this up there. Uh, number one bullshit. Number one. And and this is definitely in that category. Um, on the cover of NHL twenty two oh is Austin Matthews, Toronto Maple Leaves. And uh, I think as Bolt Nation, we're all upset about that because we just won back-to-back cups. And if you didn't know this, Austin Matthews was on the cover in 2020 or NHL 20. So less than two years ago, he's been on the cover two of three years, and the guy hasn't won jack shit in his career. So I'm a little bitter about that. I thought it should be Vassy. So that's the that's the question of the night. And, and I'll hand it over to you guys first. It should have been a Bolts player. I know we think that, but which Bolts player should have been on the cover of NHL 22? Yes. Well, we kind of, we got the whole thing. It should have been the championship picture. Yeah, we kind of talked about this right before we went on, where I said even if it wasn't a Bolts player, I could understand if it was Leon Dreisaitl or if it would have been Connor McDavid. Um, And I I tweeted that out today. Um, Those both would have been – even something that had to do with the Kraken, I thought could have been because the Kraken are going to enter this game. Um, now, in yeah, yeah. NHL, EA Sports, or something, instead right, of EA Sports um, defense, the only time they have put the back-to-back champions on their covers was back when the Chicago Blackhawks did it. They did not do Pittsburgh players when Pittsburgh won back-to-back. Um, so that makes sense. The, they, yeah, they kind of, it's a they kind of have that makes dis, a lot of sense to me. I mean, they kind of have diss teams all, all the time, but to have someone who hasn't even gotten out of the first round of the playoffs in his whole career twice is, is not impressive to me. Yeah, me either. And I mean, I joke about the whole team like slightly because I, I do think that would be an epic thing, especially it's not a very uh, regular opportunity you have, but maybe, maybe as a pot as like glass half full kind of perspective, maybe they're hoping for a three P and they're, they're doubling, like going to triple down and hopefully boom, they can put the bolts as a three P next year. So that's uh, that. And then I also agree with uh, Blake here and uh, they need something, right? That That's their consolation <laughs> prize. The league feels sorry for the Leafs. This is their consolation prize. Uh, uh, Blake's comment here, and I totally agree. Like they, Canada needs need something, right? Uh, I mean, look, they got Killer was nice enough and, and took the cup to the Bell Center, right? So they could see it at the Bell Center, and uh, you know, uh, Toronto got the cover of NHL EA video game, right? Th- those are nice consolation uh, prizes for the birthplace of hockey. Yeah, I think I'm with Sarah in the chat here. She said something about his mustache. I'm thinking like maybe like since they're on next generation consoles that they're trying to like highlight the whiskers of the mustache uh, being such high graphics. And uh, I don't know, that's the only thing I could think of. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, I'm tired of I've had multiple people on. I'm listen. Don't be jealous that a dude can go and have the confidence to just rock a nice freaking mustache, man. Come on. You know I, I mean? thought about this today, and here's Joyce's comment. Got to be Cooch to make. I think that's why they didn't choose Cooch. Yeah. Is I think it would have been an even bigger uproar, except for Tampa fans. Because uh, I thought about today, I was like, how could you not pick Cooch? And then I went, oh, he pissed a lot of people off. So so maybe that's why. Um, yeah, but like- that's a lot of Montreal fans that won't be buying any 2022. I mean, you know what put, I mean? Put killer on the cover in front of the Bell Center. Oops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we are really throwing shade at them this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody this year. Um, but I mean, it, there was so many stories in this offseason that they could have they could have chosen. I mean, even just a Mark Andre Fleury in a Chicago That's uniform. Not, yeah. Yeah. It, it, there were so many stories yeah. in this offseason that they could have went with besides yeah. just playing Austin Matthews. It, it yeah. baffles me. Heart Trophy winner. I mean, I don't understand how. I mean, how do you avoid controversy? Make it the Heart Trophy winner every year. Period. But who, then you would never, you would never really get a goalie on it. Yeah, I mean, okay, fine, Besna, or you, you toss it up every old, every other year. One Has to be a trophy. Heart, one year is the, yeah, one year's a Heart Trophy. One year is the. Maybe it's the Rocket Richard. Maybe you know what I'm saying. You you uh-huh. take one of those those, you know, and you could even do and you know you got to be the cover player. But I mean, Madden did it this year with two players. It's Mahomes and Brady this year. Yeah. So, you know, you, I think you could easily. Excuse me. Uh, been drinking some light beer today. Uh, you, you could easily have argument that multiple guys could be on that cover this year. Yeah, there. There it is. you go. That's the one. Somebody mocked up, yeah, NHL 20 with Love it. Cooch on it. That's a good one. And by the way, I, I, I guess I didn't have the picture of the actual cover. It's like such a weak like pose. He's just kind of like walking down the tunnel, whatever. It was, it was on there on that story you had. They showed the cover. Oh, was it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, yeah, I, I wasn't too thrilled, but, you know, who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah, that pose could be better. I mean, I don't know. You like that stash? You like that? I'm coming at you. I'm coming out. I'm coming out here to blow a three-one series lead. It, it looks like a warm-up uniform. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 I don't know, man. I, I personally, it's not a fucking album cover for a, a '90s emo band, right? Like, <laughs> is this let, Nickelback or an NHL Twenty Two? Let's get an action shot, right? Uh, come on, let's get some yeah. ice flying through the air. Let's get somebody taking a slapper. Come on, right? We we are such bitter little bitches. <laughs> um, that's all right. That's a resident Maple Leaf fan coming in throwing shade. I love it. Uh, yeah, that that's I love good. it. Donnie, Donnie throwing shade at his own guy. If they wanted to be more realistic, they should have had him golfing. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um. All right. Oh, so gotta have action to have an action shot. Sarah coming in with a real burner there. Love it. Gotta love our I love our viewers coming in hot here on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh just like the weather. By the way, if, if you guys out there can share or just like the video, that helps more people find us, especially just a random episode like this. Yeah, um sure. and I gotta do my um shout out to our podcast listeners who get to listen to us and not really see what we're sharing on screen. So <laughs> I invite you guys to come join us live. If you can figure out how to, when we're going live, we'll have a schedule. We'll have a schedule during um, 
the season. And uh, we are also trying to work out a, a little bit of a watch slash birthday party, but no details on that yet. So stay tuned uh, either on um, Thomas's group or on our page. You know, once we figure that out, we will definitely get that out there. We're um, completely idle in the off season. Some things have been happening behind the scenes. So. Yeah, it's been it's been nonstop. <laughs> yeah, Stash bought Steven Samkos's house actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! Scoop me on it. Damn it! <laughs> That's right. I couldn't stand Pasco anymore. I had to get back down to the water. And uh, yep, as you can see, I basically <laughs> live the Florida lifestyle anyways. So you know, I just figured I might as well go full captain on you. Did you read that story on that? Like literally, they went. They were new Stamkos and said what's your move out price <laughs> and he said 16 million and they said okay <laughs> and i'm like holy shit i mean and listen people <laughs> i know i say he's my bff but really we're not that close <laughs> i must have been tagged and sent I messages saw. at least by 15 or 20 people saying why is he selling at his house where is he moving to if you read the story that people were tagging me in, it plainly states he's already bought a new house on Davis Island. He's not going nowhere. Yeah. They, they, this was friends of his from Boston that have known them for quite a quite a few years. Asked what your buyout price was because his wife wanted that house, and Stammer said sixteen million, and they said here. And it was actually supposed to happen right after we won the Stanley Cup, but they decided to let him in the have the time with the cup three. there at the house. Okay. And so now so he's out. <laughs> Look, there's certain things about that house that are obviously amazing, but I don't know, man. I, I, it's a lot of money for that house, right? It's it's all about the location on the water, Davis it. Island. It you're, it's square you're footage. A, you're on literally, yeah. Like like that okay there are certain that look i'm looking you're scrolling through these pictures boom that's it right there that's, that's why you buy 16, that house. no right there that's you're your four million. houses away from headman also right and, and fuck <laughs> all the, like all the interior shit sucks to me but that right there is awesome like all the interior design choices on the house are freaking eh, whatever Dated, so old, good whatever. good for stammer he's got some yeah, money to, yeah, to buy some more property hey listen listen it, it, it just comes along with living in tampa bay right he takes a he takes a little bit of a discount to stay here but then the french benefits of living in this city and playing in this city i think people don't quite understand how awesome it is to be a professional athlete and the access you have i mean how many how many other athletes can in in the world could say you live right on the water but you're still only 10 minutes from the arena and it's not even that far. It's like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're take one of those minutes. scooters right down there. Right, you're five minutes from work. No. Thomas can't. But you know what I mean? Like that's a very unique situation uh, to be in uh, in the NHL. Like not only do you play in an amazing uh, location, anyways, but then to be able to be on the island right there in the middle of the bay, have your own dock. You just We've seen Doc Talk. We've seen how accessible these guys are to each other, and they all go and live on the island together. I mean, that's a very unique situation. You don't get a lot of other teams in, in any franchise in, in in any professional sport, let alone the NHL. Well, and he used to live at the yacht club off of West Shore, West Shore Yacht Club, which was yeah. still a little distance from the arena, and yeah. he wasn't by any other players. And yeah. then 
yeah, everybody started moving Davis Island and he said, Oh, let me pack it up. And I, literally he's only been on Davis Island. I want to say four or five years now. Um, that was it. I watched the old house get tore down and the new one get built. Yeah. yeah we well, saw- it's, like, it's surprising that those finishes are what they are and it's not that old of a house, but anyways, go ahead. I, I'm not, I don't want to, uh, be the one to crap on people's taste. <laughs> Just kidding. That's what I always do. <laughs> Listen, Stammer, if you're out there, the stash wants to be your interior decorator and uh, he wants to fix up baller. your next place. <laughs> fucking baller. It'll look like a $16 million fucking man lives there. Did you, um, did you guys hear this? I think it broke today about the coyotes basically getting kicked out of their arena. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks like it looks like they had a deal in place to go back to. I was I was reading up on it. The downtown uh, arena. Yeah, go back to their old. Yeah, there. So there's an arena downtown, and the Coyotes play out in like Glendale, which I guess yeah. is a little bit outside. I guess that's yeah, maybe that's like St. Pete versus Tampa, right? But without where, the water, isn't that where the Cardinals play too? Aren't they in Glendale? I think so. Yeah. So there's like a complex, a nice little area there. But basically the, it was the city that owns that arena said like, you know, we're, we're going to end this lease after the next season. So they got to find a new home. A lot of people are talking about immediately like Quebec, Montreal area. Well, I guess it wouldn't be Montreal area, but Quebec Houston. wants to take any professional sports team there is that's out there. Houston even though- does too. Yeah. Um, I think but yeah, it, it says that they are trying to build one in Tempe. Um, it, I, it, I mean, there. didn't they they play in Tempe before? Yeah, but that's where uh, the old, Arizona's that's where the become the number three, three or four TV market um, in the U.S. So they want to me? stay in Arizona. That's crazy. So, yeah, I think they will. In, in that arena that's downtown. It just got like a full-on refurb. That's where the Phoenix Suns play, um, and I could see them just going back there. So I, I don't know if they're going to move, but match. we'll it's find out soon. Putting hockey and base uh, basketball in the same arena, it really works well together. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's um, let's start talking about what uh, what transpired during free agency, Ooh. who we got, who we lost. We'll throw the graphic up there. What, I don't remember what, who, who I don't remember who who the Kraken took. The Does Kraken took that? Yanni Gord, which I predicted oh. on our last oh, yeah, that's right. podcast. Thank you very much. Well, another thing I predicted was Corey Perry joining uh, the Bolts. Uh, Guys, if you want to start like we actually record this, so you don't have to record it. <laughs> we record it for you. I might be like, you know, I might have some insider information. Or I just might have the mind of a GM. Like, uh, as you'll see later, when we when we play the original We the Thunder, I kind of lay out why, you know, I'm I'm probably the best host on the show. And back then we didn't have schoolies. So luck. I think I still am. <laughs> but <laughs> Pure blind luck. Uh, anyway, so who did we lose? We lost the, We lost that whole third line. We lost yep. the Nats and we lost yep. Tyler Johnson. Yep. So Coleman, um, Coleman went up to Calgary, took the money and ran. Don't blame him one bit for that. Um, Goodrow got traded. We traded his rights. We talked about that last episode, but he did sign with the Rangers for a decent chunk of change. Dude got way overpaid. Love it. 
It's a fair deal. We weren't paying him that much. He's overpaid. I'm sorry. He's overpaid. Yeah. (laughs) I I love the guy, but that's at least a million dollars too much a year for him. Oh, yeah. Period. Wait, Goodrow or Coleman? Goodrow. Really both, really. I would say Coleman got overpaid. Goodrow's on on a lower contract, but it's the only time we'll tell, right? million, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Goodrow's still like three million. I I just don't know. I, 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 anyways, but. But good for them, honestly. They earned it here, and they, those guys are going to have huge impact uh, on the teams that they go to because there's space for them to go a- and play their game in the top six, and that's what they deserve right now. Yeah, so, um, you know, we lost some some key players there, uh, like a, a whole line that really helped us win those cups. And, um, you know, Tyler Johnson, who's just been here, it seems like, forever, and now he's up in Chicago where we traded him. And we actually were able to take on some contract that we will sit in long-term IR, our favorite thing to do, the reason why everyone hates us. Um, but, hey, now we were able to sign some players. Uh, we Wait, signed everyone we needed to. Missed the biggest loss of the season. Who? McElhenney. That's damn right. Yeah, we're going to miss that guy. <laughs> again, you scooped me again, Schooly. Everyone, The guy everyone loves to hate. Favorite punching bag, but guess what? Have no fear, we got our old punching bag back. <laughs> Schuster's back, <laughs> so our old punching bag is back. Although he probably won't play here very much, uh, you know, the uh, other guy everyone loves to hate is back. So, speaking of houses, real quick, you can rent Schuster's house on <laughs> Airbnb for $700 a night. Dude, we need to go to an episode of the show. From that, from his from, house, from up to nine people, you nine should. people are allowed to be in it. It's got a pool. It says you can entertain it, entertain we'll and everything else. With us. We'll bring the production crew. Shooter and I are working on uh, doing videos, uh, production, video production. Anyways, trying to you know always expand as it is. Uh, I'm all about it, man. I would like, like to set up a GoFundMe. Us, we just us, just us, do it for like the seven hundred. If you're a top donor, you know you get to come stay there with us. We'll throw a party that night when we do the live episode, top and uh, maybe we can get Schuster to call in. Top, oh, it's down to six hundred and sixty-four dollars a night. Oh, we got to jump on that. Oh, we have to. We've got to do this, man. The top it's, six people that donate get to be there with us because there could be nine, right? Or what? Well, maybe yeah, like, up to nine guests, right? Right, and then, or or maybe like four or five, and then we can bring three bedrooms, four room. beds, two and a half baths. Um, oh, they don't get to stay though; they get to be there for the show. They're <laughs> there for, like, all night, like that'd be weird, right? But like, I think you could be there for the show. We have like a little party, right? Like some like a little green room action, uh, a sampler, every and you know, and of course, this fund me pays for everything. Like it's it's the full, you know what I mean? And then. uh all right, more, more to come on that. Be amazing. It's got a barbecue grill, dining dining for six, a covered lap pool. Bring your pets if you for pet deposit. Oh, perfect! I never go anywhere without Oreo. Listen, <laughs> if we did a weekend, we could actually like do time slots where people get to come and hang out. <laughs> All right, this this is a horrible idea. Let's, let's move on. Miller um, comes knocking on the door. Shoes? Miller? <laughs> <laughs> right that'd be hey pull that to the dock on this pwc <laughs> honey i'm here do you guys so i i put like my projected lineups here on you know what who i think is going to play on what line do you guys agree with this I, I basically plugged and played like who we lost with 
who we gained. I think the biggest, I think most people would agree with this. You guys can let me know if you don't, but I think the biggest question mark is that third line. Is that third line going to be what that third line is? Because I think everyone's pretty set on that fourth line being that fourth line, but I don't know. Do you keep Maroon and Colton together? They had a little bit of chemistry, it seemed like, last season. What do you guys think? I, I definitely think Colton's your third line center. I think that's the, your future right there. That That's the guy that you really want to look to see, especially going into next season or the next two seasons, right? Because then Sorelli and him will be basically looking at for contracts the same time now, right? Yeah. So this is what you're looking at. You, you want to put him in that third line. You want to try and get him a little bit more responsibility. Um, I think Barre Boulet is definitely going to be uh, competing on that line. I just don't know. I don't know how you fill that line out. This My problem here is that the Lightning have an asset of centers and only a few dedicated wingers. And certain guys, you can go ahead and be like, hey, you, you're playing the wing now, right? Like Stamkos. Even though it took Stamkos a while to really adjust from being a center his entire life to playing on the wing. Uh, and you saw Tyler Johnson struggled in this system that he's played in his entire career to play on the wing after being a natural center. As soon as he went back to center, he started playing much better hockey. So that's my only real question here is how do they figure out which one of these centers is going to be able to go and, and play on those wings? Because right now, that third line, all three of those guys are centers. Yeah, and you know who – I. I didn't put McCullen any. Is 100% a bona fide center. He got he played on the wing a little bit, but he looked lost there too. You know, that what, guy's a guy that's got to play in the middle. I think with Coop, I wouldn't be surprised if Sorelli and Colton switch places there. Oh, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. That second line has probably the best chemistry and uh, anybody of any of the lines, if you ask me. The best natural chemistry. Oh, I agree, but I don't know if he wants that that third line to be that exposed well then that's why i think perry might be on that third line honestly i i think i think you're gonna see perry on the third line and you know we do have some guys that like abb is not guaranteed to be on the opening night roster you got like jamel smith that kind of left him off here and that was he he deserves to be in the picture here for sure uh and Um, then also um, there's a lot of talk about Radish as well, about him competing to be on this roster, which he's yeah. actually a wing. He's not a center, and he's an actual uh, guy that plays on the wing. So, you know, and, and Jamel Smith showed um, he had some real pop and some real addition to this team whenever he had his opportunities due to injury last season. And, um, you know, I, I could see him – being able to somehow to come in on that fourth line if maybe you do put Perry on that third line and maybe it's not a, a Joseph or a Barre Boulay on the fourth line. Maybe it is a, a Jamel Smith, you know. So um I, I you know, and this is a good point here too from Gabe in the comment. He's asking, uh, do you think Perry and Bellamere will be every night starters? I think they'll play most games, but the young guys will get some solid playing time too. Uh, I think that goes almost without saying, but it's a good point. I'm not trying to dismiss it. That's just kind of the way Coop manages his team anyways because he likes to make sure you're ready for the playoffs. You never know what's going to happen in the second season and what injuries are going to happen. So he really does like to rotate those guys that are like on the fringe of, of you know, the, the black aces or whatever they are uh, of being on the roster and not skating. He does like to rotate those guys a lot. 
So you will still see Radish. You will still see Jamel Smith. You will still see uh, one or two of the other guys, uh, maybe on the blue line too, that are going to come up in that seventh spot on the blue line. Yeah, and I think Perry and Belmar, they're definitely going to be part of probably special teams, which is going to be an area where we did lose Colt or not Colt. We, we lost um, Coleman and we lost uh, Barkley Goodrow, and those guys were pretty steady on the penalty kill. So I could see those guys filling in, and that's what these the Lightning are going to need from a, a Radish or you know whoever gets lifted up. And I think for me, that's the biggest question mark with this team is, you know, who is going to be the guy that can really kind of fill in those last two maybe spots that really aren't solidified. They're, they're really open. They're really up for grabs. And some of these guys, we really haven't seen that much. Even ABB, we didn't really get to see that much. Like we will remember on. Oh, no, you muted yourself. You muted yourself. We've lost the host. I got, I got so darn excited about. <laughs> no. That was your uh, best point ever. It, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I just dropped the bomb. Remember, I was saying I just predicted pretty much half the season last season. I just dropped how we're going to three P. No. I was, I was saying that. You'll never know. It, yeah. I was saying that on this show, we were talking about, like, we were all pretty excited to see what ABB could do in the NHL. And then all of a sudden, Ross Colton comes up at the same time and just, like, totally, like, takes off. And ABB yeah. is kind of left in the dust because Ross Colton just had such a great debut. Well, um, Lamar, he has a 61% face-off percentage. Mm-hmm. He is known for his PK. Um, yeah. He He looks like – and he's also known for his penalty. Um, there's also a couple of guys that are going to be down in the crunch that I, I mean, that we've seen up here before. We've seen Dumont up here before, um, Walcott sitting there. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe somewhere in the season we see Otto Sompi, um, lipping off, um, Jimmy Huntington. He's been having some good training camps and he's, he's been sent to that development camp in Wesley Chapel. So it's going to be interesting to see how his camp is this year too. But there, there's quite a few down there in the crunch that could make could make a splash up here if Joseph doesn't – it seems like every other year Joseph is on good, then off, then on, and yeah. then off. So this – he did pretty good last year, so is he going to be off? Um, right. Do, how long do you stay with the ABB experiment? I've been a fan of his forever, thought he was going to be another um, St. Louis – um, but he just—I don't know if he hasn't had the consistency of playtime, and if that's what he's looking for, then he'll get it. Um, and as long as Coop stays with him, then he can show us what he is, because he's been—he's been elite in every single league he's been in. So, yeah, the problem with the, you know the, we're talking about these guys fighting for that, these last couple spots on the roster is you're not going to get much time. Like when you get the opportunity in preseason and when you get that opportunity, if you're on the squad at the beginning of the season, you're going to have to deliver. And that's a good thing to have on your team. When you know that a guy on the third and fourth line is, is fighting for his spot on the roster. So I totally expect one of these guys to step up, but you know, who's going to be, who's going to be this year's Ross Colton. I will say the one thing the lightning have these guys have an opportunity for the first time in a long time to actually break into this roster. You yeah, I mean, we've been so yep. deep for so there's long. open spots this year. We've been we've been shipping talent away. 
for how many seasons now with Verhage, Marshall, we, we we talk about it year after year, how many of these great players we haven't been able to keep because we don't have the opportunity at the NHL level for them to get the ice time they need. I think you're going to see a Barre Boulay get, you know, 80% of the games. Colton, he's probably going to, he's not, you know, especially with what he's getting paid now, that guy is going to be the center. And that's the other thing too. You talked about Bellamere and his face off. Colton showed very great savvy in the dot too with mm-hmm. his face off draws. So that's why I don't think that Cooper is going to be too hesitant in letting Colton be that third line guy for multiple reasons. Not, again, not only are him and Sorelli going to be up for contract at the same time, and I think Sorelli has had plenty of time to show what his potential. He still hasn't reached what everyone says his potential is yet, and I think it's time. I think the next two seasons are critical in his development. So I, I think those centers, as you have them there, Shooter, are pretty dead on. I think that's going to be your four centers. That's going to be the core or the middle of this team. And then it's really going to be figuring out that third line and who is really going to be that extra guy. You know, who's going to be those extra guys on the other side of Colton and really getting those opportunities. But for the first time in a long time, you will see these guys get opportunities to try and crack this lineup because you see Barre Boulay signed a three-year deal. Jamel Smith signed a three-year deal. Ratter signed a three-year deal. So uh, these guys are going to have opportunities for the next two to three seasons to play their way into uh, opportunities to to be a star on this team. Yeah. And, you know, the good part about defense is we still have got some pretty strong depth there. Everyone was kind of belly aching about Suster. Suster's going to be maybe the seventh D-man. <laughs> like he, the most of the time in the HL. Yeah. I mean, we might not even see Suster at all in, in Tampa. We still uh, haven't talked about the biggest, if you ask me, the biggest Bogosian. this post offseason is Bogosian. If you ask me, that's the number one biggest addition back to this team. Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's an extended deal. It's a very cheap deal. He wants to be here. I think he was very underrated in his uh, production and what he added to the team uh, in the first cup run. And that's a guy. The Actually, my, my biggest run. get was Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, that much finally bigger. a backup that I don't think that we've we could depend on since the Bishop um, Vasty days and well, before and that Nabokov uh, right um, Bishop. So I think I think Elliot is actually you can get some steal some wins off of Elliot. Well, we can actually totally put in a backup that we don't have to completely like sweat about right like whenever we were watching the game and we had curtis in and my kids would come sit down uh i'd be like listen we got the backup goalie in kids (laughs) could go bad (laughs) and oftentimes it did (laughs) so we got a guy that is reliable enough and we need to give vassy some rest i know he's a young guy but he's also a big guy like he needs I think he needs a couple more games off so he can play that entire playoffs because we do want him to repeat that during the playoffs. Yeah, back to back shortened off seasons, uh back to back uh playing every single minute of the second season. He could, he could take he could be just fine with five less games next season, I think. If he if he started five fewer games than what a normal starter would you know what i mean in a full because and that's the thing we're gonna actually have a a full season this year too so if he were to have five fewer starts than a regular number one goalie would and let elliot even maybe play some of the back-to-backs and let and let bassy have those nights off or whatever um i I, yes 
yes, that, that's something he needs. Whether he he probably would be like, no, I play every minute. I'm number one. This is bullshit. But no, he he needs the rest. Yeah. So that's what it's looking like. And um, anyone that's doubting the bolts, like I see people from other team, other fans dishing, like, oh, they lost so many players. Yeah, we did, but. I mean, look look at the roster still. That that's how much depth we had, and not just depth. Our GM's pretty good too to be able to bring in the guys that he brought at the price that he brought him in. Like I know people aren't crazy about Perry, but you know what? You should be because he's on yes, our team should. now. Yes, you should. You absolutely should be very happy about that guy. I mean, here's the thing: we just won back to back cups. We lost three guys, right? That now are cup winners. We just put two two more guys back on our roster that are cup winners. One of them already won with us before, and Perry's won. He's a triple gold we talked about earlier, right? Yep. So that, that guy, he, he's got a world gold, a Olympic gold, and a Stanley Cup. That guy's got them all. So that guy's a freaking winner. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, the Lightning didn't lose much. So they, they lost some people, that some players that fans love. Absolutely. We lost some fan favorites. There's no doubt about that, right? It sucks to lose a guy like Yanni who's young and who is personable and was so engaging and it was great for the face of hockey and great for this franchise. But, you know, that guy needed a, a, a bigger stage, I think. That guy needed a bigger stage. He didn't need to be behind Point and Stamkos and, and Kucherov and always like, I like, that guy could easily go be the guy. And, and that's good for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Johnson needed a, his, his, his do-over. Uh, and if it wasn't for the salary cap not growing, I think Coleman would still be here. I really do. I don't think Coleman would have taken as much money to stay here. And if the if the salary cap grew like it was supposed to, I really do believe this year JBB had designs on being able to keep keep a guy like Coleman, but without the extra four or so million dollars. I think I've talked about this before that we would have had that that, that was impossible. So for what he had to work with the fact that he was able to still bring back two cup winners after losing three that speaks a lot to to what we have here and what guys want to do and you saw bogosian i mean well i don't know if you guys i saw the way his family reacted and he you know he called his agent and said get it done whatever it takes i want to play in tampa his well last dad, last you know? season when he was a free agent the lightning offered him a contract he said, let me try free agency, tested it out, called the Lightning back and said, you know what, I want to come back to the team. And they said, sorry, we've already used that money. And he signed with Toronto. So as soon as his contract ended this year, he had already told his agent, contact Tampa, get me back in Tampa. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he got a taste of losing. He, he yeah. got a taste of what it is to play for a bunch of losers. <laughs> he wanted to come back to Champa Bay. Right. Like literally he missed his name on the cup for a second year by a couple days, yeah. by a couple of days. And That's how about the, un the unsung hero, Seabrook? <laughs> Thank you yeah, for right. waving your no trade clause and coming to Tampa. Right. Lightning legend. And, and yes. by the way, we're talking about NHL 22. We're talking about NHL 22 earlier. How's Patty right. Maroon not on the cover of NHL 22? <laughs> Hey, back to man. back to back? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding wrong. me? You're not wrong, dude. He should have been big rig. <laughs> he should have been full big rig too. Panama hat, no shirt, scarf, fucking Cuban. That's how the that's what we deserved as uh, uh gamer hockey fans this season with the fucking big rig on the cover. 
Are you guys ready to play some games? Uh, like, give me like a pause. I I, I got to uh, tinkle. Take a bathroom break. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just play our commercials. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> our sponsors. Oh, no, right. we're from our sponsor. <laughs> Let's see if I have any of our videos lined up here. <laughs> no, we'll we'll talk shit about you while you're gone. Don't worry. What else would you do? That's how you know people love you, right? The review of the new Oreos. Those look disgusting. Hey, we could talk about the fact that Shooter has two kids in middle school now. What's that like? That's that's really not a hot topic. <laughs> Here's what I'd rather talk about. So we'll talk about Stash while he's gone. Um, I was at the Stash Manor on Saturday night. And we recorded the, uh, what do they call this? The kids call it the Hot Ones Challenge. I did not do it. Um, I was the host. Somebody had to stay sane and run the operation. But um, the stash, our buddy Khan, who's been on our channel before, uh, and actually his fiance, Jessica, they did the Hot Ones Challenge, and it was a blast. So we recorded it. We we actually recorded it with three different cameras. So we're going to edit it together, and we're going to put it out there, and you can see Stash cry tears of pain um, from eating these uh, wings doused in fire, just absolute fire. There's So what it is, if you guys haven't seen it, it's like a TV YouTube thing. They usually interview celebrities. So I made up like 10 questions. They do it one question per wing. There's 10 different wing sauces and they get hotter as you go. And I did it off camera after we were done, after we did the whole thing with them. I only made it to six and my mouth was on fire. I don't like, I don't like, I like spicy stuff, but not like fire spicy stuff. And Everyone was crying. Everyone was, you could see like when they hit the wall, which was actually after six where I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you could see them deteriorating and I'm asking like the stupidest questions. And they're like, why are we answering these questions? My mouth is on fire. They're drinking milk. They've got like donuts that they're chewing on. It's um, I'm waiting for stash to send me the video that is on his phone so we can get it out there. But uh, it's fun. So stay tuned for that. We mentioned we're going to um, we're gonna have a watch party. What's the date on that? Just so we can get people right. Fourteenth against Detroit. So early, early in the season, um, less than two months away, we will have this watch party. Um, it's gonna be a location. Uh, this is just not confirmed yet in Tampa, um, and we're just trying to figure out the logistics and details on that. Which and so, two, two things to look forward to. Uh, the watch party, watch birthday party, and also uh, the stash's mouth burning uh, full of molten lava hot sauce. And picnic next Sunday, week from the Sunday. That's right. Like champ. Raise okay. Spring. We've got two more segments. This is our. This is a special. We're not really cranking up till. I mean, we'll probably do a couple episodes right before the season starts, um, but not not any more until then. So. Uh, we're going to go a little long, this one. We're almost at an hour. Um, this is where it gets fun, though. We're going to play some games, and Schooly is now leaving. A good thing I stay seat-belted into this seat. One I'm thing here. you guys don't know, yeah. one, one thing so you guys don't know about me is there's actually a seatbelt that I'm in right here in case things get tur – like the turbulence kicks up. 
Um, I don't fall out. I don't think you guys have ever seen me actually stand up <laughs> in this chair or move around at all. Because you don't wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well what he doesn't mention is what's like the other part of what's holding him to that seat because there's the strap on top, but there's also an anchor. <laughs> anyway, this game on. is called... <laughs> Let's uh let's full screen this baby so you can see it. Uh I totally forget how to do full screen. Let's do it. Professional. Okay. So basically what we have going on here is a game that I've designed that was based off a lot of players that are obviously gone. This first question, we have three players. They are all sadly gone now. Um, but this all happened last season. What happened was the Bolts started putting out playlists on Spotify. In fact, they're probably still out there. Don't go cheat. Um, but basically, I wanted to test the boys here and anyone that's out there watching live. You can play along in the chat. Um, I want to see if you guys can guess whose playlist these are. Now, remember, this is last year's squad. I did give you options here. So for this one, it is either Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, or Barkley Goudreau, one of that Nat line. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit so it's easier to see. Yeah, there we go. So on, on this playlist, again, a Bolts playlist, we've got some Morgan Wallen. We've a got lot some of Morgan Whalen. Morgan Whalen. We got Wallen. some Machine Gun Gelly, uh, some Rehab, uh, some Darius Rucker, um, a lot of Morgan Whalen, actually. I think it's Coleman. All right, so we've got yeah. Coleman. Schoolie's going Coleman. Because I think that. Coleman was a country boy. Yeah, it's Texas. It's definitely – I totally agree. That's just, This is the Texas guy. Everybody's saying Coleman. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see who it is. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. You know what your players listen to or your ex-players. But, yeah, you got, you got it right. Don't worry. Don't worry. It gets harder as we go. That's so what let's he see. said. Let's see. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. All right. So we got round two here. We got Tyler Johnson, Patty Maroon, or Ryan McDonough. Uh, you've got some Jason Aldean, some Chris Stapleton, some Luke Holmes. You also got some Travis Scott, Jack Harlow. You got some Blink 182 on there. Maroon. Maroon. The boys are going maroon. Do we have any takers in the chat? Let's see. Once again, we got another vote from Maroon. Sarah Sam Maroon. Everyone's going Maroon, and it is. Oh, no. My reveal's gone. <laughs> that, did, that did not work. Well, I can tell you it is Tyler Johnson. You guys, oh. you guys missed it. Wow. Yeah, that was Tyler Johnson. By the way, when I put this together, I didn't realize none of these players would be on the team anymore. <laughs> TJ coming with uh, freaking Blink-182. Did not expect that. Yeah, I like that one. I used to like those guys back in the day, back in high yeah. school. <laughs> high All right. School, Billy. School. Next round, only four here. Joseph. Pop Smoke. Khalid and Drake. Yeah. Pop Smoke, Seven Lions, Morgan. I guess I got to listen to this Call Morgan Wallen guy. We'll, yeah, I, I, we'll go with. No, he's the guy that uh, lost his SNL gig, remember? During COVID, he, like coming right out of COVID, he was like supposed to be the guy on SNL. And then he was like some party with a bunch of like teenage chicks from his high school or something. And he was like French kissing all these chicks. And then like he was supposed to be 
uh, rehearsing for SNL like two days later, and they were like, "Nah, dude, <laughs> nah, nope, not happening." He got lucky, if you ask me, and he was able to do it like a month later. But he totally lost his initial opportunity on SNL for making out with girls. Yeah, during COVID. Fuck. Like, oh, like, kind of like high school chicks too. Kind of. His like. girlfriend no, well, okay. was at home having a baby. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, was was there must be more to this. All right, that's horrible. He was, he was out tonguing a bunch of high school chicks. Yeah. yeah All right. So this is Matthew Joseph. You guys are both going, Maddie Joe. He's also the one that he's the one that got caught using the N word. That's why he got canceled from everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. I feel like this is Alex Kalorn. Going killer. Yeah, I'm going Sarah's killer, going man. Andre Palat. Chuck's I'm going, going Maddie Joe. Let's see who it is. I'm going killer. Oh, it's Maddie, Maddie Joe. Joe. The pop star thing threw me off. I thought that sounded like a little. I feel like a little bit like a killer thing. You know, I, I like only reason why I picked Maddie Joe is if well, you're never there the early enough for warm ups. But in warm ups, he is singing half those songs and yeah. the, the pop tic- smoke song. Is, yeah, his TikTok is is pretty good. Yeah, I know he's kind of a gamer guy too, and the whole pop smoke thing. Like I, I definitely thought maybe it was Maddie Joe, but that, like I said, the Drake thing. Maybe a second guess. All right. Burps on that. I'm sorry for my for my burp my uh, my burpiness. This this is the European version. Okay. Bolt beats. You got Vassy, you got Sergi, and you got Hetty. We got some Pink Floyd. Wish you were here. We got some Coldplay. We got some Led Zeppelin. Stairway to Heaven. This guy's into the classic stuff, except the Coldplay and Eric Prides, and Eric Prides, which is like Vassy. Uh, beats like a, a electronic, so I mean, you've got some, and that's Paradise by Coldplay, too. That's not like you know, uh, I think this is heady. Chuck in the chat's going Vassy, Stash is going heady, Schoolie's going Vassy, Vassy, and it is Andre yeah. Vasileski. Yeah. You guys Vassie know the you. one that discovered um, Gravy Train. Vassy was? Yeah, it was his playlist that... Young Gravy? Yeah, it was his playlist that they went and said, all right, what do you guys want to be the team song this year? And he played <laughs> Young Gravy. Love and it. it turned into the team song that year. Damn. Yeah, I feel like me and Vassy would be like such best friends if we just met one time. <laughs> That's how I feel about Killer. <laughs> All right, we got two more rounds of this story. It's almost over. All right, here we go. Four songs. You got Killer, Ruta, Braden Point, Off the Offspring, Self Esteem. That's 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 a greatest hit right there. Um, Eddie Money, Take Me Home Tonight. Uh, UB40 in the Outfield, Your Love. I don't know that one, but I like this playlist. I'm into it. It's got a pointer. You think it's point? I think yeah. this is definitely killer. This this looks like killer. It was killer or point. I was like, let me go with pointer. Yeah, I got to go killer here. All right, so we got a killer. We got a pointer. Sarah's going pointer. Kevin's going pointer. Let's see what we got. It is your favorite top defenseman. Jam Ruta. I knew Jam it. Ruta. I call him Rutu. Rutu. <laughs> Rutu. That's, that's his name. What do you mean you call him Rutu? That's his name. <laughs> Hey man, I like I like his style. That's a good Me playlist. Too. All right, we got like one more. 
And then uh, you got to stick around for the final segment because we are going to jump into a blast from the past. I think it's hilarious. You guys might hate it. Oh my God. <laughs> stick around. Um, all right. Last playlist. Just four on this one. We got Chernak, Sergi, Palat. What do we have on this uh, one? Um, I, I don't have never heard of any of these. Oh, this you is how Avicii is? You know how Avicii no. was? It is, was. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dead now. Eugene Armin Van Buren. Okay, you know, you know, you know how Armin Van Buren is. No. Wow. Uh, okay. I have. A, I, uh, I know okay. Rock in the Cash Ball. That's Sergey Chef. It's either him or Chernak, I think. You know, I. I think it's Palat. I think it's Palat. Going with the yeah. Palat. I'm going with the Andre. Don't matter. I won this game finally. I like a Palat. I like a Palat. All right. What else we got? Chuck's going Palat. Lynn's going Sergi. Kevin's going Sergi. It is. I like I'm a Palat. I knew a those, lot. Tech, those, check, uh, those check boys love their techno, man. They love their EDM. I knew it had to be him. All right. Well, I'm glad we finally played this game. I think I put this together like before. I just realized that me and Andre might be best friends too. I was trying to think of <laughs> anytime the, the players stop the after. Anytime the players stop after practice, they always have their radios on, and I always look inside their cars to see what they're listening to. Yeah. So I was trying to think of who would be <laughs> That's listening. That's number one to bullshit this. right there. As you might have, listen, Rob said don't go be looking at the Spotify playlist. No, there you are with your bullshit. Coburn Cobr- was a huge metal person. He was yeah, yeah, listening to make, metal all the time. That doesn't surprise me. All right. By the way, out to Chris Cornell today. I know it's completely random that you brought up metal and uh, I had a post on Facebook that had me going on a deep dive of Chris Cornell YouTube videos today and man, just shout out, man. Too bad we lost that guy early. Move on. All right. So we're going to wrap it up tonight. Going way back to 2015. Let's set the stage here. Wait, Me- do we want to announce the big thing before we show oh. up? Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Do we have a link for that or anything? Listen, this isn't um, necessarily like the biggest deal or whatsoever or, or whatever for like a lot of people, but. It's the for biggest thing that's happened to us, us in our entire for, freaking for life. For little us, uh, and especially appropriate, apropos, as they say, uh, since we're doing the Wayback Machine and going back to our very first episode, uh, this little podcast. Yeah, I have, I have a website to go to for it. Has been recognized, and I will hand it off to Schooly because he's the one that's brought us to our attention. And uh, without further ado, let them know. Let them know what this little show is doing right now, Thomas. Well, We the Thunder has been nominated for Best of the Bay, Creative Lopins, Best of the Bay, Best Podcasts, and Best Radio Internet Show. Um, two different two different categories. We This year, they only took the top um, 20 in each category. I was, I was told um probably what was it about three weeks ago maybe a month ago that that we had been nominated um and we wouldn't find out until today at noon came out the top 20 in each category and and what did i say being the optimist that i am no fucking chance (laughs) so it's it's www.vote.cltampa.com 
and we are in the entertainment category if you go down uh, if you go and pick the entertainment and go under best podcast we are there and best what was the other one internet, i'm gonna pull internet, it out. Radio show. yeah internet radio show and then um tempe bay lightning's best sports team john cooper is best sports coach um vinick is best ceo um and then me i am up for best mover and shaker and best networker which i do not what know what mover or shaker is i've googled it twice and still can't figure out i don't it. i don't want to see that that sounds like, <laughs> like a shuffle shuffle to me and uh and listen we can keep that uh you know private so right there if you go to the categories are right there underneath select a group if you go under entertainment, what are we under entertainment entertainment that one that you just moved away from three times. Yeah, that there wasn't, their their website's not as uh, smooth uh, quality as the show is. Uh, you probably have a shit ton of windows. There's open internet, too. best internet radio show right there. It's an alphabetical order. There you go. I don't think we have a chance for podcast, but maybe this one we do. There we are. Look at that. Or you know, no, you, you got to register. Yeah, we got no chance. <laughs> anyway, throw, Listen, throw us a vote. I would love to win this right thing. Now. I would really we, like to win. We were talking about it a little bit before the show started, and I'm all about going. There's some other of our uh, f- fellow lightning gentle fellows and other people, as you will, uh, nominated. Not against us in these categories. There is no lightning podcast right. or lightning people against us in either of the two categories, which really shocks me on the podcast. I, the, there are several others that, uh, of course, we say ours is the best, but you have Jay Rector, Retcher and Eric Arrelson, who does theirs. You have the block party um, with Seth. So it's it's really unreal that they were not in against us. If you go, there is no lightning anything against. There are some radio personalities you see right in front of us. Miguel and Holly's on that one. Um, and Johnny B um, from the 1025 The Bone is against us, but literally nothing lightning related. And Johnny's a family friend. I'm going to him hard. I'm going billboard words with Johnny B. Uh, <laughs> I'm going full social media billboard words with Johnny B in the Bell family. Let's do this. I know. So, that, I know that whole plan. And you have best sports writer. Unfortunately, it's. It's three of the Lightnings, or I think four. I think it's Burnsy's on there. Um, Joe Smith, Eric Arrelson, and Jay are all against each other. Sorry, everybody well, else, but it's always going to be Joe for me right now. So I, I love I everybody think- else. And it, it, it's it's no disrespect, but if you ask me, Joe's the guy that's been doing it longest. He's the guy that's the OG, and uh, he leads the way for everybody else when it comes to Lightning Media. That's my opinion. All right, so we got to start posting this. We've had them all on our show, so I mean, it's get, not like we're biased. Yeah, we we've got to be one of the smallest shows that's on here. So we know that you guys come and you enjoy when you're here, but not that many people know about this show. So if you can get out and vote, and you know, just pull your get your grandmother's phone out and just vote for her, um, maybe we got a chance. I don't know. Yeah, listen, it, um, it was it was amazing. We we had talked about this. Um, 
when, when we got together for dinner. Yeah, it got told to me shortly before we all joined for dinner, and then yeah. we joined for dinner and talked about it. And I think the day for dinner was the last day to vote for it um, yeah. and be in the top 20. And then today at noon, that's that's when I reached out to you guys and said, what day are we doing the podcast? Because uh, I'd looked and seen that it came out at noon today. So I wanted to wait to see um, the final ballots. And we were on there. Shock me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little old us, right? And it's really, I mean, we've been doing this as we're going to find out here shortly uh for five or six years now but it really wasn't until last year that we really started going full tilt and really when we added you thomas i think that's really when we found our our real our stride you know uh you need someone to kind of break up the the duo of shooter and the stash if you will as again i feel like we're gonna find out here by listening to our show our very first show. And uh, I think with that, that's a pretty good segue, don't you? Hope yeah, because this is going to be interesting for me because when we just went to no, when we just went to dinner, I told them before they reached out to me asking me to join the podcast, I was just like, who are these douches? Um, and like I had not even I'd there. seen I'd seen their uh, their animations. But now I when I finally got invited to the podcast i got to put faces to it and now i know these douches so we're gonna watch 2000 change in his opinion <laughs> now i just got a face to him that's it confirmed. that's confirmed that's all confirmation that's all this has been uh, guys so so we actually had done a couple podcasts and this is way before we did any animation we yeah. me and me and the staff decided oh let's let's start a podcast and we should have probably stuck to it and been doing podcasts for like five plus years now but it was we what we did was we did a podcast every week of the nfl season in 2015 and it was freaking exhausting <laughs> i'll tell you that um so look at us now we go after every, every single lightning game, game right? um, but but anyway during that like you know my and I'll, I'll say the same thing today the only podcast i want to do is about the lightning so while we started the the nfl one i was like dude i got to talk about the lightning and this was right after this was after the that 2015 playoffs so this was when we were we were so close to winning i was so pumped we were all so pumped about the team there was so much to talk about with this team being so young so talented yeiserman the plan starting to come together oh, we were just so excited about the team and we decided to just throw on the recorders um and this is what you get <laughs> when you do that so Let's start it off here. I'm going to pause it. If you guys want me to pause so you can comment, just raise your hand and I will pause because I'm going to pause a couple times for different things. But let's let's start with the intro. Oh, yes. I forgot about this. The Undertaker? What, what on <laughs> earth allowed you to, to let me start this off with church church bells it's like grave digger it's like when you're at the monster trucks <laughs> you're announcing grave digger <laughs> they do the bells all around yeah, this raymond is james this is, yep, yep this is what yeah, yeah. Yep. so so this it, it goes decision. on this is a creative decision we made <laughs> this is it then it gets serious. Then it gets serious. Put on your news hat. Bruh. Bruh. 
this is why they were never voted for best of the bay before <laughs> this is why we didn't keep doing it before <laughs> all right everyone welcome to we hey by the way we we didn't preface this what wait what'd you say we didn't preface this of the location like how far we've come right because this was recorded at the my dining room table of our old town home uh in west chase oldsmar back in the day and this is on a little handheld dual microphone recorder and we're like sitting across from each other at a table at, at literally just a kitchen table and a little mini pocket recorder in between the two of us and like I don't even know if we had our laptop. I think maybe you had a laptop, but like we had, we had maybe we were like trying to like look at a little bit of stats and stuff. Like I don't even know what our equipment was, but I, I know our audio setup was literally I had, this. So. I had the same laptop. <laughs> yeah, the same laptop. And you, I'm surprised it's not right there because you had it when you were here uh, over the weekend. But the little mini recorder, we that still we have that. Uh, that was our very first audio uh, equipment. So, man, we yeah. definitely have come so, a long way. So. So uh, listen, listen to this this intro, and it, it technically it's the same intro, but just just listen. Yeah. Anyways. All right, everyone, welcome to we the thunder. <laughs> you can't really hear it. Hold on, let me turn it up. You, I think hopefully this works so you can hear it, and you don't hear it through my mic here. No, you weren't supposed to say it. Better. Yeah, that's better. The thunder. No, you weren't supposed to say it. No. I was gonna do. I was um, gonna insert a bolt of lightning right there, and say we. The thunder. But you don't even really have to pause because then you could just. <laughs> oh, that's true. Less than fifteen seconds in, already bickering. <laughs> The, the, wait, the funny thing is, it's seven years, six years later, you guys still do that same thing. Like, wait for it. <laughs> Listen, consistency is key, right? Yeah. Hey, if it if it's not broken, don't fix it. <laughs> it ain't broke. But if it was broken, still just go with it. <laughs> All right, so let's let's hear it. Obviously, we're new to this, so no, obviously. And uh, I don't know if that's going to be our intro for every week, folks, but uh, I think that's going to be a work in progress. Uh, shooters, shooters, try uh, introing the show. Nope. We got some feedback. On this. That's it. All right, so this is we. The th I can't not pause. Now. <laughs> You're supposed to pause. Like there should actually be some sort of like comma or something there. I think so. We the Thunder. Did you write a script for the show? show? It is a Tampa Bay Lightning podcast. I guess we should say there's no affiliation to the Tampa Bay Lightning. A Bolts fan podcast about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Exactly. This is a fan podcast. We have fan myself, fan. I am Shooter, or Shooty Shoots, as my friends know me. Shooty Shoots in the house. To my right, we've got the stash. In the house, and to my left tonight, we've got our co-host for this show, Free. How you doing? What's up, Free? So let's let's try to explain what we're trying to do here. 
So for the first five minutes, we just try to explain what we're trying to do here and pretty unsuccessfully when it's pretty simple. We're going to talk about the lightning, which we don't get into until like 20 minutes into the podcast. And say there was supposed to be a comma there. So did you have a script? No, see, and no, because early on, that was a thing. Like we really did try to like prep a lot harder a little not not i don't know how to explain it but like we we had these ideas of like oh we've got to like have a script we've got to have like more and now it's very loose like five minutes before the show i'm like all right what are we gonna like shoot it as every like every show five minutes but what are we gonna do and we i mean through the week we talk you know what i mean we figure out now but still it's very much like okay what's current what are we gonna talk about back then it was like oh we got, let, let's for three days let's have a list and you have a list and i have a list and I don't know. But and yeah. that's something was, I like about this show is that we don't know really what we're going to talk about. I mean, yeah. we riff a lot. Shoot, Shooter will usually throw something out at us, but then we usually go way off topic and end up somewhere else. Well, so, so, yeah, I mean, and that's what I like. I mean, or we'll start debating it right before we go on. And he's like, save it for the show. Yeah. Well, and also uh, free uh jeff our friend jeff is like our third buddy uh between shooter and i we hang out a lot him and shooter grew up uh going to school together they both have roots in baltimore and uh we just hung out what last week right the three of us got together like last week so uh he's a he he was and and by the way during the time of this show huge philly guy right all about philly all about the flyers and what now has happened since we last saw him shooter Full-on Lightning fan. So, <laughs> he is full-on now this season a Lightning fan. So <laughs> He announced uh, it to us. Yeah, and also that he talks very quietly. I think it's something we find out also in this show, right? Like Jeff Yeah, well, let's very- play it because this is where I intro him. My name is Jeff. The Thunder. All right, now we're going to have to stop with that dramatic pause. He's going to kill me. Not <laughs> Lightning in for maybe It's going to be like your signature and do like certain like. He's trying to emulate William Shatner. I'm, I'm, so, I'm going to do some edits <laughs> later on after we get like enough followers and blooper gag reels. I'm just going to edit the shit out of you when you have like this super long, like hour long pause between me and the Thunder. And it's going to be some weird shit. Brilliant <laughs> idea. All right. So yeah. let's get Great down to, to hockey, though. Okay. Enough, enough BSing around. Well, but I mean, let's right. let's start about telling our about our. By the way, I'm like, let's get down to hockey. And then for the next 20 minutes, we talk nothing Fire. about hockey. So, so okay. Shooter and the Stash is a is a separate show that we've just started on the NFL. The sit down. So that's our NFL show. Yeah, come check that out. But what we wanted to do is our passion. We're super fans. We're super Tampa Bay Lightning fans. We live hockey here fans. in the Tampa Bay area. Sorry, got the reference. We love the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right. Uh, and then Free here is kind of the yin to the yang. No. He's not. I wouldn't call him a Tampa Bay Lightning super fan. Uh, he has allegiances. He's well. No, I think That's he's a second team. He's a Lightning fan. Um, but first and foremost, he is a Philadelphia Flyers fan. Uh, don't t- don't turn off the broadcast. Uh, yeah, don't don't stop turn listening. It it's okay. Audible um, groan. We'll, uh, we'll we'll contain him from talking about the the Flyers too much. But I figure instead of me and the stash just saying. Oh, the Lightning are the greatest team of all time. They're so great. They have no weaknesses. We'll now have someone that can say, whoa, whoa, Shooty, uh, you're way off base there. So that's kind of the idea behind uh, 
having free on the show and uh we're pumped for the season yeah that's my pumped voice here we are uh that's mine too yeah yep last year growing building something that i think is a product that's going to be effective for years to come you were you were right fan of hockey in tampa bay yeah and there's more fans than ever right now and obviously the the long cup run plays into that but that's also the reason why we're doing the show is because we want everyone the tampa bay lightning community to participate like we're both in i don't know if you are but lightning strikes is a facebook group with a ton of people and they're always active so we're gonna we're gonna post up by the way, the shout out to Lightning Strikes. This was before Thunderbolts, Thomas. Don't yeah. get upset. <laughs> and I don't even know, is there still a Lightning no. Strikes group? Yes. No. yes. Oh, are they? Because I'm not a part of them anymore. Yes. Huh? So for some I reason, get, we, were, we were all about that group. that group. I got kicked out of that group. I remember that. <laughs> I must have too then. No, I did. Probably. I did. Well, here, here's the fucked up part about it. Probably for just sharing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where we're giving them praises. They're like, you're advertising. We're not selling shit. Okay. Well, and then a lot of dumbass new fans too. And I mean, you know, I don't have a lot of patience for, you know, people. So. All right. Let's see. We're, we're halfway we through here. Past. We've had some controversial posts in the past on there before. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that was though. me. Um, I don't know who that could be coming from, but, but yeah. also like this fire, which I, I haven't joined yet, but I'm definitely going to join that group. There's honorary member for Tampa Bay Lightning fans. So this <laughs> goes for those people. It's only people that are going to really listen to us. We're fans just like you, so we want your feedback on what you want to hear about. Want to have you on the show, meetups, whatever. We'll figure it out as we go. Kind of. That's. By the way, six years later, we finally got the shit together. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Hey, better late than never, right? Oh, we do. <laughs> so, uh, so go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, so I guess that'll take us into when we started watching hockey. You know what gave us our love for the sport? Because I mean, I think it's very fast forward. Way to fast forward because we've heard that story eight hundred times at this point. Six years later. Well, we go around the table and oh, we talk and, about and like how sleepy did I was like? Did was I on Prozac or some shit back then? Right. probably like but the, we know, spend like, like scissor or some shit it was like on the scissor person oh, man what the fuck? we well we spent the next 15 minutes talking about like how we became lightning fans because we we're not from here right um and, and, and again we don't start talking about lightning till 20 minutes in <laughs> to to our lightning podcast hey, but first i episode. First episode, though, you know, it's an origin story, right? Like, were the X Men the X Men and fucking X Men one? No, man, they didn't become the X Men until like the 18th or 19th book, right? Like, there's all the backstory and stuff. So, I mean, you got you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So it gets interesting here. I swear. Uh, I think that was the funniest part. But I think the thought what was interesting is what we're talking about back then. And some of the same stuff where we talk about every season, but let's play it. So Fan Fest, though, it was pretty interesting. Uh, they had, you know, interviews. Oh, we went that year. That's right. And uh, Vinick, which were pretty good. And obviously, there's nothing too revealing with those. But they had also one with Brian Ingblom. Nice. Uh, who is the new, new. Uh, 
uh, was it TV play-by-play yeah. announcer? Basically, he took over for the chief. Oh, he he's will the new be color taking guy. Over. Yeah, he's the new color yeah. commentator. So it, it's cool that we we got him. He you know he came from NBC Sports, so that oh, was yeah. a huge score yeah. in the offseason. Even though yeah. I think we're all on the same page that we all we wanted, wanted Chris Digman yeah. to get that job. That's so. not where he wanted. I don't think that's where he wants to go in his career, though. So you don't think so? Well, from interview, look, I mean, I don't know the guy. We've obviously met him a few times, but uh, I don't know the guy. Just interviews that I've read, he said that that's not really where he wanted to go during the whole game because he likes to be able to really watch the game. All right, let's stop right there. Engblom, six years in now. Fantastic. (laughs) Pretty good decision, right? Yeah. (laughs) Nothing against Chris Digman. (laughs) But I think we're all we all approved of that, right? This was this was his first season. They had announced him, and that's why he was going to address the crowd. Yeah. Uh, they have. I like the used equipment sale because I'm the only one at the, the good part. here who's actually a hockey player. Just for those <laughs> the good part. that are looking for, you know, the the real uh, the real story there out there. <laughs> <laughs> My life. By the way, that's the most lively. That's the most lively I was the entire show so far. Like everything else, sounds like I'm on. Pro, that's like the most legitimate lap I've had uh, so far. So please go ahead. Listen. By the way, one goal, one assist last night. So you you can still get that that you know hockey player uh, mentality commentary from me. So you you can still get that. I'm muting Schooly. Yeah. <laughs> He's why is Schooly watching us on a delay? <laughs> why is he watching us on his freaking uh, 1985 uh, tube TV? All right, so I, I wanted to play that clip just to so you guys realize. I was still talking the same shit back then no, about, uh, about how I play hockey. Except back then, I was actually like decent. Yeah, now I'm yeah. just horrible now. now you're, you're, now maroon. you're now maroon, but like I am. I mean, I'm totally hockey. maroon. You're like maroon going back to play on roller hockey. All right, let's see what else we got here. But I will say they have done that that used equipment oh, sale for God. years now, and it's very you hear me in the back. Prices just keep going up and up. This is the first year I did not buy anything because it was just I, I I'm not gonna pay 150 dollars for something that's used like a pair of gloves with a hole in them. You know, as we li- as we start to lose listeners, because <laughs> there's people that there's a lot of people in Tampa Bay that play hockey, and they're gonna listen to me over you guys just because they know I play too, and I'm. Legit on the ice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> same same response, dude. Six years later, something's never changed. Wow. Three on three is gonna wow. change the game. It's the biggest rule change. That's All right, so we start talking about yeah. rule changes. This is before the season started. And there wow. were some serious rule changes. Wow. Three on three. <clears throat> there were they they also brought in the coaches challenge for goals, yep. but I thought the three on three part was was good conversation here. And um Stash, you weren't – I don't think you were really sold on it, but let's hear. They've had in the last Since couple years. four-on-four. Four. Dude, see, obviously my hockey players out there know what I'm talking <laughs> about right now. Oh, my Dude, God. Shut, shut up. In the stash. Shut up. I'm not saying it's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Sounds like you. So three-on-three is going to open it up, and I think it's definitely going to benefit the Lightning. It's gonna benefit- Has any podcast – uh, duo split up on their first episode <laughs> because it almost happened here. 
But it's how many shut up, dude. We've almost fucking split up like 80 times at this point. Like we might as well be fucking Weezer at this point, dude. It's true. After every season, like it's like after every album, we just like we're not a band anymore. After every season, we're like, fuck, we're done. And then suddenly we're back. So what do you I'm sorry, I didn't raise my hand for that one. Sorry. Yeah. You know what? We're going on mute. <laughs> Players out there. And one defensive man. If I, if they put out three forwards will, and no lead, I'm gonna. It's gonna drive me nuts. They will. They will. It, it's gonna benefit <laughs> a lot of teams, actually. Right. I mean, and the thing is, I think that, I think that it's too soon in the first season to say that it's gonna benefit one style of play over another. So, by the way, if I recall this, the Lightning were the first team to win a three-on-three overtime game. Yep. Jason Garrison. Was the Dude, first player to ever boy. score one. My boy, man, I love Mr. Garrison. What is? What do you guys feel about three on three? Like, I, I, I kind of like it. I mean, I don't want to ties. It. Obviously, believe it or not, they used to do ties. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to change it? What? Which, so what? Way, which, by the way, the fact that they don't have ties anymore is the reason that Andre Vasilevsky isn't as good as uh, Patrick Waugh. By the way, if if you pay attention to the internet, um, but uh, aside from that. Uh, I still don't like three on three. It's fun to watch, but as far as the game goes, and as an old school fan, I, don't I like, like the shootout. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like the shootout. That's that's cool, but um, I, I would rather still see like a ten minute five on five overtime period, and then if no one scores, then go to a shootout. That's what I always preferred. But um, hey. It's all about brevity and about TV and being able to package it. You know what I mean, and be able to sell time slots. So as far as revenue goes and as far as building the sport and building uh, the league, I'm, I'm a fan in that aspect of it. But as a pure, just the, for the love of the game and the fact that I hate when uh, a sport is played a certain way for a certain amount of time. And then suddenly because you get to this end of time, now it's a completely different game out of nowhere. I, I'm not a fan of that. But... I am a fan of anything that builds the sport and builds the league and brings revenue to uh, to the NHL. There's been some great goals scored and great storylines on the three on three, but I, I there's nothing like that penalty shot slash, um, yeah, shootout shot where it's one on one against the goalie. Uh, I like that. That's made. I mean, point for his first year, that's what he was known for, was known for those penalty shots. You knew we had to... one of the greatest uh, penalty shots of all time. Yeah. You... Changed the, they changed the rule because of him. So You knew if we were doing penalty shots, point was going out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so some huge rule changes that year that are still in effect. Um, let's see. I think they've there's... only expanded on, actually, too. They've, they've yeah. Gotten... The coaches' challenges and stuff like that. Uh, I think there's only two segments left. One of them is one that we seem to hear every freaking year, including this year. I think it's the next segment. Trace Tamkos. <laughs> For some reason. Trace Tamkos. No, did you did you hear? It? Stash is is yelling at me. You need to go back and watch some Smokey and the Bandits. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we transitioned quickly. You need to sound by that, dude. You need to sound by that. 
and use that as like fucking sit. Look, we'll do, yeah, I like that. Remember that. Well, you know what it was about? We were talking about Eric Condra, and he went to like Texarkana or yeah. played for Texarkana with down and down. And we're all, I don't think this is the segment, but we're all like jazzed about getting Eric Condra. Like he's going to be the one that he's going to be the one that puts us over the hump. You know what though? And just, just to like go back to what I was talking about before, he's, I think a prime example of when this team was super deep and, and talent. I mean, he tore it up in, in uh, the AHL. He was leading the AHL in goals. He led them to, the championship, I think, that year or something like that. Like, I think that was the Calder Cup, or like right after that, they went to the playoffs. He came up and played really well. He wore number 22. That's why he was my favorite because that's my favorite number. Uh, my son was also born on that day, but anyways, uh, yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, I remember that. All right, let's see. Andre. I think, I Andre think it was we, a big topic that year. I think we talk about something else here. The Amelie Arena, man. <laughs> <This year. laughs> so uh, I think that's that's a huge upgrade, but really that's not the biggest story of the Lightning off season. And this one's one that's going to ruffle some feathers. What's your thought on the Stamkos uh, non-deal? So Stamkos is due to be a free agent at the end of this season. And he became a free agent, if you remember, and obviously signed back with the good guys. This was, this was his ability to sign the extension before being a free agent. So this entire season, all speculation. Remember, the season before, wasn't he injured for most of that season? Yeah. yeah. So so they weren't in a rush to re-sign him. And we didn't know what was going to happen, but here's what we were talking about. I guess you would say. It's a, for me, it's a non-story. Don't you think it would have been a great idea to sign him and not have to worry about this and this not be a story right it now? It would be a great idea, but at the same yeah. time, you know what I also think is a great idea? Not to question freaking Ashman. That's, that's where I've got it. You well, I mean, do you think he's trying to sign him? Because in the back yes. of my mind... yes. Yeah. In the back of my mind, and maybe in the back of his mind, yeah. he's thinking, yeah. do we need to spend yes. $8 to $10 million yes. a year on yes. Stamkos? Yes. <laughs> I, you. I think you should. This is why Schooley and I are best friends now. <laughs> I said I agree. Yes. I'm sorry. There's this team. You can say what you want. It's almost okay. Never mind. By the way, we're still talking about the same shit every fucking season. Darling. I just realized that I was probably a little like – 10 beers in by the time we we did this show this year that that night too probably i'm not gonna do it let's make yeah. a reference don't we'll make it not yet but i'm just saying you can take away the best player and be like oh look at all the steps we have and blah 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 stamkos is the best scorer in the league except for maybe behind van alexander ovechkin obviously because he has more goals but he he's not really a team player whatever so anyway, we'll yeah but i but at that time at that time probably lose 10 places in its scoring, you know, in its ranking in goals per game. Honestly, I think it would drop from being number one to probably number <laughs> I got you off there at the end. Anyway, that is a glimpse at how this shit started. And I don't know. I think it's gotten better. I think it's definitely gotten better. And oh, and there's only one way to know that. That's only if we win right. the uh, CL Tampa Bay. Uh, what, what is it again? Creative loafing, best of the bay. That's right. Creative loafing, best of the bay. You got to vote for us. 
Chris, you missed it. We already talked about Cooch not being on the cover. Absolute number, number one bullshit. One bullshit. <laughs> there is one more thing we totally skipped over. Yeah. We totally, totally you, are, skipped are over. The, the new deal? Is that this deal? About? Yes, this deal. I mean, I realized halfway through the recap of that podcast, we totally missed this branding opportunity and revenue, right? When we were talking about revenue, this is what you remembered it because we need this revenue, right? Yeah, the, nice. whole, the NHL and the teams need this revenue. So if you're out there bitching about these advertising patches on the sweaters, um, stop. Just or stop. just go go look at the NBA and see. What what's happened there? Is it is it horrible? No, I think ours in the NHL are supposed to be a little bit bigger. We're also in sweaters, not like right. tank, not top. A tank top. And <clears throat> also, this isn't Euroleague football. We're not going to replace the lightning bolt with a freaking Advent Healthcare logo. Okay, that that is not going to happen in hockey. There's never a chance that the main team logo gets replaced on a hockey sweater. There's too much tradition in this sport and in this league for that to happen. Okay. Now other, there are European leagues or moto or like other moto teams and stuff that you could see hockey sweaters in Europe are completely different. There are leagues that are just look like NASCAR race cars. Right. Uh, and, and maybe that might be the future of the NHL. I don't know, but as for now, two or three patches to help recoup some revenue lost during the last two or three co- or last two COVID seasons. I'm a fan of that. Who do you, who do you think it's going like to be? Stan, Stanley Cup patch. It's going to be just like, you know, an all-star right. patch and everything else. Right. Exactly. I, most of the people are bitching that they don't want it on their on their uh, sweater when they buy one. But they don't um, do I that don't, anyways. You have to option no, all of that. You have to buy the patches. Yeah, that's that's For an extra $20. Trust Minimum. Me. Minimum. <laughs> Who, who do you guys think it's going to be? They they went Dex imaging on the helmets when they did that last year. Any chance we get like a Mons Venus patch? No. <laughs> it's going to be, you said it, Advent Health probably. Be Advent. Or um, Chase. Uh, Chase. Chase probably. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe Vinick pays uh, from his own foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what, Thomas? What'd you say? The uh, like you did a post about the Disney's new, uh, like th- no. their line thing, right? No, I didn't their... do it. Victor did it. It's their new uh, lightning week, pass so. or something like that. So maybe we get a little like, Disney, little mouse on there. Fast pass. Now, now you have to spend fifteen dollars or something, and you get their lightning pass now. Wow! Perfect branding opportunity. I okay. <laughs> Bud Light, there you go, Kevin. I like that one. I don't think they're going to do any alcohol sponsors on the jerseys, though. Definitely no Mons Venus. By the way, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, group tickets for the um, preseason game in Orlando go on sale on Thunderbolt. So if anybody wants to go to the preseason game, we do have a group discount, and they're going to be up at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, the link will go live where you pick your own seats, pay, and everything else. We have a picnic on the 29th where we're going to be raffling off lots of different things. Um, we got some Malotronics stepping up, sending us some um, uh, Bluetooth speakers, 
Um, we have some other people sending some some goodies. We're going to have some autograph stuff. Um, I know there's going to be a stick up for grabs. Um, there stick is up a, your what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, something something down your alley though stash there is going to be a new Come tank on. top that's coming out okay um i don't I need scott, I'll, scott's uh, modeling it right there oh yeah mm-hmm. i've seen that before this company actually just sent us one to um raffle off at with all proceeds going to the spring of tampa bay which is for domestic abuse women's shelters um so we're hoping to raise quite a bit of money for that um so come out it's gonna be at julian b lane park at one o'clock on the 29th yeah i'll be there and as these guys know i don't i don't go many places so this might be your only chance to meet me <laughs> yes, Not that, that's gonna be the draw <laughs> I know I have a draft that weekend, but I don't know. I don't think it's that day. I can't remember now. You better come. Um, it's it's dra- literally you- the only live in-person fantasy draft. Uh, yeah. My buddy who was supposed to go to the Rays game with me this Sunday goes, oh, I got to cancel. I got a live draft in Spring Hill. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Listen, man, it's that time of the year. Okay. <laughs> you know what made my life a lot better? When I stopped playing Stop fantasy playing football. football. I know. Fuck you. <laughs> um, all right. You meet us at the picnic. Uh, there is going to be a special raffle for um, just for the podcast people. Yep. Cool. You got anything else, boys? Man, I, excitement. Yeah. I'm going to try to get one or two special guests uh, at the picnic also. Hopefully. So. so, yeah. Come meet up with us there. Go vote um, and and make us the best podcast. Or I think internet show. I think internet shows are our thing. No, I think yeah, podcast. So. We have the less the less competition. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Let me see real quick. Um, Sarah won that speaker, by the way, during the postseason. That's right. She did. So yeah, that, that speaker is real strong. good. Uh, that metal electronics speaker. So, Who's uh, running the music at this party? Oh, it's gonna be um, DJ Stash. We're gonna have the the some of the Bluetooth speakers there. Um, DJ Stash. So best Let's podcast, play. 10K Dollar Day. Never heard of it. Barely legal podcast with Josh Sheridan. Never heard of it. Well, stop Either. telling people oh, that, about that, them. They're gonna that, go that, listen and be like, that, "Fuck that these guys." Like used to be a senator in this state. Miguel and Holly's the only podcast that's anybody famous that's against us. Yeah, but they're on, that's the problem is they're on the radio, so they can just like talk about it on the radio, and and uh, you know we're doing one podcast a month right care. now. <laughs> they didn't care, you know what I mean? They're, maybe they're I need fun. to make it. May, so when's this last? Maybe I need to make a little animation. And um, uh, September something, September fifth, I think. Yeah, September fifth. Right past Ostachio's right turning of the two weeks, two and a half weeks. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get something going. All right. Well, until then, stay tuned. Come come meet up with us for the Thunderbolts. Go follow Shooting and Stash. Stay tuned. We will be back on a schedule when the season starts. We will probably jump on um, with Eric or Joe before the season starts for a little preview show. Um, but we're going to be pretty quiet until then. Uh, you got to follow us, and we'll let you know about the watch party and stuff, which is going to be early in the season. So And look out for our very first uh, produced video as well that uh, they were talking about while I took my little – bathroom break 
the wing challenge that we did. Uh, a lot of experimentation, but I think it was a very good evening. A lot of fun. We had a great time doing it. And um, actually, Shooter, I got to talk to you because uh, I got to figure out if we're going to try and compress that video for me or if I just got to come over your house and try and transfer it because that's like four and a half gigs uh, of that video. Yeah. So uh, maybe we just uh, download the same compression app or whatever. But yeah, you guys be on the lookout that for that because, you know, we're never we're never stagnant. That's one thing that hasn't changed from 2015 to 2021 uh shooter and i we're always trying to uh do new things and more things and keep engaged and with schoolie being added to the uh the program here it that only makes it bigger so yeah you know stay tuned and we can't i can't wait to see you guys at the picnic man it's gonna be good times until then this has been we the thunder don't forget to be the thunder